1: we have, much, much, at, we have too much time. Often at other people's expense yeah, well,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey um so I was watching the game last night in uh, in beautiful 4k um what were you wearing last night
1: I uh, think got a white pullover yeah
0: on. a little three quarter deal what was what was it I like that Look very it was a, uh, very it was a, It was
1: a white uh, white three quarter zip pullover.
0: It was like you were descended from the clouds. <laughs> well, on, you know, I like to look clean. Right, I like right. To look clean. Clean. Well, that, DQ calls people like that rich and clean.
1: Well, I don't know about rich, but I look
0: clean. <laughs> Damn, that little uh, little pink shirt underneath that was that right?
1: Uh no it was actually a uh, blue and white striped wasn't okay shirt.
0: Yes. I mean, I yeah I was distracted well, your by TV's the... messed up well yeah exactly. gotta, what well say. you know
1: you you were blinded <laughs> by that
0: white polo <laughs> well, I was I was more you distracted know. by the test pattern plaid that Zim was wearing um, yeah. that, was the, that was oh yeah we're yeah. we're gonna have to bring him up to your do, level do, a little yeah. bit do you factor in that you might be on TV. When you when you when you dress for these games?
1: No, but sometimes I will hear from people who will comment on what I was wearing that night. <laughs> kind of like you guys are now. Not on the radio, but uh, yeah, I'll get a few comments. You ever uh, consider there. moving Muss's water bottle?
0: You know, you just <laughs> move, may, may, you know, just move it a little further down the. You know, you know the road he, uh,
1: he kind of puts it wherever he wants. Well, you know, you just uh, reach
0: out when he walks away and just move it a little bit, see what happens.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of points last night where he slammed the scores table. I think you might get here. Maybe yeah, hear that over the yeah. microphone. Is that what happened yeah. to
0: Zim in the post game? I could, well, hear, I could hear him.
1: We had some issues there. I thought I'm maybe, Not sure exactly what happened. Uh, I mean, I thought honestly. maybe you know maybe somebody spilled something. No, nobody spilled anything. Right. No. Has that happened before? It has happened before, <laughs> but not, uh, you know, it's generally me. I'm bad to spill coffee Yeah, is what it boils down hey, to. Hey,
0: quick question before we get into all the uh, the, the sports stuff because, you know, we are going to be serious around here. Um, DQ at her house has a community closet where basically you can go in and wear. There's community clothing in there. Would you ever, uh, sh- you know, go go over to somebody's house, maybe pick out a nice jacket, uh, a dinner shirt out of a community
1: closet? No, I would not do that. <laughs> no. No. No, that, uh, that would not happen. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not wearing Did you do that? Yeah, yeah. They, they, right now she's a commune. No, well,
1: that's <laughs> what I, <laughs> said. He said, I, mean, I said. I
0: said hostile. She's currently wearing a sweater and she doesn't t- know to whom it belongs.
1: <laughs> well, you know, kids today. <laughs> it's different. It's now. a
0: commune. That's yeah. what a, it is. We wore our own clothes. Right? Yeah. Yeah back, yeah. back in the old days, we wore stuff that you know we had. Some of us still wear our own clothes time to You're old school. Would you, uh, so would, you ever, would you ever put your you know sixty five inch plasma on a like a bench seat from a car because that's what they're <laughs> rolling with over there they've got like this front like the front seat of a LeSabre. you're giving all the secrets well my... they you know, they got like a front seat of a sabre and they've got their uh, their TV hooked up to it
1: that's a big seat that's a big front seat <laughs> right. in a a sabre
0: that's right oh man all right uh, if you want to uh, text in here uh, please do so at eight six six two eight five yeah. That's another Great question, Chuck. Would you ever wear dead man's clothes? <laughs> no. <laughs> dead- well, now you, you know. Okay, let me let me give you a scenario. Probably not. You go to an estate sale. Yeah. And there's some clothes. I have a friend of mine that goes to these things, and uh, and and let's just say he he's not hurting for money. Uh, money's not an object for him. He goes to these estate sales and buys dead people's clothes. <laughs> That's weird. I
1: know people that do that. <laughs> that would think? depend. Like you know, maybe a belt or a tie or something like that, but. I don't know that I would actually buy clothes that you you know, know, put somebody's yeah. somebody's drawers.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. I, yeah. you know, I don't. No. I don't think I'd do that. Yeah. Okay. Nobody does that. <laughs> no. Nobody's sane anyway. That's right. Exactly. All right. Well, you were there as uh, Zach pointed out, courtside last night, as Arkansas overcame a sluggish start and takes out Missouri to get to 500 in conference play. And, and I've said that. Um, as the sec season plays out there are teams that are on that top shelf and sometimes they go up and down but i tennessee's up there alabama's up there and after last night i'm still keeping arkansas on that top shelf even without nick smith and then trevin brazil
1: i think they're in that group i think all these teams will probably win a lot of games at home and and uh, you know the one that maybe splits or finishes a game or two above 500 on the road that team's probably going to win the conference and that's a mouthful when you still got 16 games left. But, um, yeah, I think Arkansas is in that group. I think there are some others that will probably end up in that group too. But, um, you know, Georgia. I mean, Georgia's better than we thought they were evidently. And you know, I thought Mississippi State, and, and I still think they'll win most of their home games, but, uh, man, they got drilled at Tennessee. And But, you know, where these teams play is going to have a lot to do with this. I wouldn't read too much into the first couple of games. I'm going to be interested to see which team can go on the road and win a big ball game. Um, Arkansas has got a chance on Saturday night, and you know Alabama coming to Fayetteville next Wednesday night. I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. So, I mean, you think about the way this thing's opened up. Uh, LSU's better than we thought they were. So, you know that's a ro- You know that's a pretty tough road game. And then you, you know, you play Missouri, who's obviously better than everybody thought would be. They're ranked and. Then you you know, you go to Auburn and come on play Alabama so that's uh, that's 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 pretty rough stretch right there.
0: So three guys in double figures last night. Two of them probably wouldn't have expected Devo and Joseph Pinion. What do you make of Pinion's performance? Is this something that you can bank on going forward? Is this going to be kind of a night to night thing to see who's playing the number two role to Ricky Council?
1: Well, I don't know, and that's a good question. And uh, I think those are some of the things you know when we talk about redefining or re- rediscovering your offensive identity. You know, there's going to be some guys coming off the bench that maybe we didn't think would be, you know, part of that, you know, that, that scoring group, so to speak. And pinion certainly was last night. Maybe some other guys. Maybe Jalen Graham on a particular night. Might be somebody else. But certainly last night it was pinion And I thought in the first half when the Razorbacks were in danger of getting blown out. I mean, when it's 25-8, to 8, um, you know, really, until that 8-0 run at the end of the half, I mean, Missouri was firmly in control. And I thought Pinion, you know, Pinion kind of changed things uh, when he came in there. I like his quick release. Um, now, you know, again, it may be a different player on a different night. Auburn's, you know, they got a, you know, they got a pretty good front line. Uh, might be somebody else in that ball game, but certainly last night it was Pinion. And then you know, you think about Council. Council doesn't start the second half. But then council ends up, you know, being the guy by the end of the night. Uh, let me ask you about Jalen
0: Graham because this kid's a mystery. I mean, he's obviously talented offensively. He makes one mistake on defense last night, and boom, he's gone.
1: So. It's kind of how it works. I mean, uh, I don't know how else to put it. It was that way with Eddie Sutton. It was that way with Nolan, and um, you know, it's that way with muss Graham's a uh, really good offensive player. Um, you know, it's, but there is more to it than that. You look at his rebound totals and. You know, there's a, um, you know, there's an aspect to his game that's really, really good, and there are going to be nights where that's what they need. And that's why I say I think there will be nights when somebody like Graham gives him that. But, um, you know, again, last night he was pinion, and they're going to need those type performances because, you know, let's face it, when you're at least going through the rest of the month without Smith and going the rest of the way without Brazil – you know, that was a lot of your perimeter game right there. That was a lot of your scoring. And so, you know, other guys are going to have to, you know, they're going to have to do that. And, again, especially from a shooting standpoint, it was pinion last night. No. You, you said the magic word, Nick Smith. I was going to wait for you to say it before we Yeah, said I mean, it. I, like, I you know, it. must must addressed it today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like it's gonna be at least till the end of the month, at least. There's an article on
0: Sports dot com written by a guy named Matt Norlanders. You know, I guess he had spoken to some NBA guys, and they're of the opinion that he's played his last game there. Now obviously, I'll take Mus at his word. Um, not in the building last night. Is this one of those things for somebody like Eric Musselman where you're like, okay, these are the guys we've got. If we get them back, it's a bonus.
1: Well, I think that's the way you have to view it. I mean, Nick's still in Los Angeles today, from what I understand. And, um, you know, it's 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 obvious that, and, and I'm not saying this is bad, but it's obvious that, you know, Nick Smith's agenda is, is being controlled by forces away from the University of Arkansas. And I don't know how else to put it, because it's the truth. And so, um, you know, I think that, you know, people within the basketball program sometimes don't exactly know everything that's going on that day with Nick. And so, you know, you just have to go on with what you got. Because, you know, at some point, and I think they've done a great job with this. I think Muss has done a great job, and I think the players have done a great job of not allowing this to become a distraction. Because it very easily could be. I mean, early in the season when they were playing well, Ricky Council was scoring 25. At the end of the game, all anybody wanted to talk about was Nick Smith. Um, you know that, that 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 can lead to things and i've seen it lead to things before but to their credit that didn't happen but at some point you know you've just got to go on with what you got and they're at that point frankly and so you know like you say if he comes back and he can help you then man that's fantastic i mean you can, you get a uh you know uh a bonus and then some when you uh you know when you get to the tournament rounds and he's part of your team if that's what happens but you know he's in he was in Los Angeles yesterday, and I think the story kind of originated out of that area. So, you know, they may know more about where, what's going on right now than everybody sport, else. That's where Clutch Sports is is headquartered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, I mean, it's a um, I mean, they're probably the ones to ask if you want to know the truth.
0: If there was ever a roster that could um, withstand, and, it, and you know, it's not ideal, obviously, to to lose these guys, but if there was ever a roster put together that could withstand not having these two people, it would seem like Arkansas may have it because they have a lot of talented players that are still on this roster, and it's not like you had two guys and then just you know a bunch of end-to-bench um, uh, cast-offs on the roster. This is a good
1: team still. It's still a good team, and I think what's going to be uh, maybe frustrating to watch at times and other times fascinating to watch is they're going to have to redevelop their team. Yeah. I mean, you're going on now. You're going to, you know, you've got 16 conference games and a game with Baylor and then the postseason, and you're going to, you, you know you're going to play without Brazil, and, you know, there's, there's nothing to indicate you're going to have Nick Smith, Jr. So, you know, when the season began, those were two vital cogs in every plan that you were making, and so now you're to the point where it has become painfully obvious through brazil's injury and then through this you know the smith saga that this is what you got and i think it's still pretty good i i I agree with what you're saying i think it's got to be redeveloped and what you would normally do in terms of team development in november and december unfortunately you're going to have to do on the floor in january and you're going to have to do it sometimes when you got one day to practice between games which is kind of where they are right now you will practice today and travel tomorrow and play Saturday. And you kind of get into that rhythm of the season. So the idea that, you know, you can go to the practice floor and just spend, spend a week retooling, it doesn't work that way. This is not football. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing in a couple of days. So uh, that's not something that's going to happen overnight. And there were points last night where, you know, you could tell this was a team that was going to have to rediscover some things. And I'm sure that's going to be frustrating for a little while. But I also think, as you say, that when you get to March, um, you know, I still think there's a lot of talent out there. They got to figure some things out, but there's there's a lot of talent out there, and uh, they're you know they're still going to win a lot of ball games. I- <laughs>
0: We're getting some texts here, and you certainly don't need need me to defend you in any way whatsoever. But you know, people are like, "Just say it. Hey, he's not coming back." It, it's not like you and Russ, I don't know if he is they, or not. And, and what I'm getting at, it's not like you and Muss are texting late at well, night, well, he's giving you all sorts of information. You're in the same boat. Where well, we're well. now in. wait
1: a second. Let me address that. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind people saying that at all. Does 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 not bother me at all. I realize that there is the thought process that everyone associated with mm-hmm. the basketball program really knows what's going yep. on, and they just can't say. And that's not true. Now, you know, my hunch is that, you know, throughout this process, that the buttons are being pushed by people who couldn't care less if the Razorbacks win Saturday night or not. Um, And that's been troubling to me. And I go to the arena now very candidly with the idea that he's probably not going to play. But I don't know if he's out for the year or not because here's the deal. Again, the people that are making those calls, um, you know, I feel pretty strongly they're, you know, they're not associated with us, so to speak. And so um, I realize people think that, and I know that, but it's not true. Um, if there are people within the program that know, I'm not one of them. I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's funny. It's it, you know, like, oh, he knows. He knows. He, 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 it's not like
1: you. I get like, that. Yeah, I get it, that. It just, I you, am not bothered by that. I completely understand that sentiment.
0: But, but Chuck, you, you touched on something that I said a couple of days ago that uh, that I thought was going on, which is when and it was very uh, it was very evident to me on I think it was maybe Monday or Tuesday. When Musselman went through the laundry list on Trevin Brazil, well, he's done this, the surgery went well, he's, he's back in the facility, and then Nick Smith, oh, no update. It was obvious to me then, just just piecemealing things together, that nobody at the U of A is in charge of that situation, and that seems to be exactly where things are with, with Nick Smith.
1: Well, I mean, you know, obviously when he's here and he's on that team, Muss is in charge of the situation, but um, this is, you know, Uh, This is not the first time that a team's had to deal with something like this. It's the first time we've had to. Um, And um, it's frustrating, and I get it, and people want a definitive answer today. And I get that, too. I'd love a definitive answer. When people say, you know, um, why don't you just tell us, uh, I'd like to know when I go to the arena, when I I fill out my my charts before every game, um, when I prep for the broadcast, you know it'd be nice to know if one of the best players in the country is going to be out there (laughs) yeah um and 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 that's why i say i i i don't go to the arena anymore with any expectation if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't but i won't go to the arena at any point unless you know he's back full force and you know playing game after game um i don't go to the arena with any to the arena with any expectation regarding that so um yeah that's that's the most honest i can be but i do understand people you know i know how it works people think that you know there's a meeting every morning and we go over talking <laughs> points and, um, that doesn't quite work like that but i know people think it does
0: no zach pulls up in the parking lot yeah. and they drop yeah, an envelope we just, don't actually yeah, yeah we don't make yeah, eye contact we just bad. kind of you know well, here's your right. talking
1: points for the day you're where you're Overcoat even in the yeah, summer. Pulled,
0: yeah, pull pull the hood <laughs> up on the hoodie yeah, and you know, just yeah. Yeah, here here's here's what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> but I do
1: understand that. And 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 again, that, that it doesn't bother me that people think that. I, I I'm I can just tell you it isn't true. This uh, this is the playbook for Clutch Sports. They did it with Kyrie, they did it with you're Darius right. Garland, they did it you're with
0: right. Michael Porter. I mean this you're every right. day that goes by, you're just like, Okay, we're we're in this and maybe, you know, we're we're sort of in our bunker but, mentality where we don't we don't see the big picture, but this is what's going on. But you can't. This is
1: about getting paid. hmm and, and you know, you, and that's the society we live in now. This is about getting paid.
0: And you can't do anything about it, otherwise you'll be cut off forever from their potential clients, which are some pretty good ball players. So you have to. You're in this weird spot where you kind of have to play ball with them in order, you know, for for the future. But right or wrong, I don't think that this is bad. Because in recruiting capital, come June, when Nick Smith walks across the stage, what are they going to say? From Arkansas. Played at Arkansas. Yeah. And Arkansas Briefly. can claim, hey, we had a top ten pick again. Yeah. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world.
1: Well, you know, the thing that I said early on about all this is that, you know, you want to you know, you be able to sign these type players. Now, you don't want to get into this situation every time you sign one of these type players, but you know you want to continue to be in the running for these guys and look this is uncharted waters for everyone there's 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 no playbook you know you can't call up an old coach and say hey 20 years ago when this guy was like you know not playing because his agent was you know wanted to hold him out how'd you handle it i mean there's not anybody to call yeah yeah
0: there's
1: there's (laughs) there's 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 nobody's brain to pick you know you just kind of got to go by feel and and uh mus is not the only one that's going to have to deal with this and Um, you know, you mentioned some of the players that, you know, have been part of this, this group before, and I don't know all their histories, but, um, it's, you know, hey, it's a different deal now. It's, it's just a different deal. And, and I feel bad for our fans on this. And, you know, I know, and I thought about this over the holidays, I thought about this on that December 21st game, and I thought about it some last night, frankly, that, um, You know, not everybody in our state gets to go see the Razorbacks play that often. And um, I'm not saying anybody, you know, nobody that's paid attention should go to the arena with the expectation of watching Nick Smith play. But um, I do feel for a lot of our fans who maybe, you know, bought a ticket or did this or did that with the idea that I'm going to get to watch him play. And, uh, you know, I think they might have probably, you know, I think they probably would have gone anyway. But, um, as I've said before, what I hope is that when he's done and when he's gone, we talk about him in terms of what a great player he was as opposed to wondering whether or not he was ever going to play. Um, but, you know, <laughs> they're obviously preparing for life after the University of Arkansas. And a year from now, Nick Smith Jr. is going to be richer than all of us. Um, might, might be already. I don't know. Hundred million,
0: uh, uh, million question. Yeah, is, yeah, he, I, is, is he worth it? Is, is well, do is, is he really We're going to find an, out If you're an NBA I mean is he NBA ready tomorrow To be a top 10 pick Because the expectation Will be if You're taking in the top 10 You're going to play I think Well
1: so. uh, yeah I, I mean I hear what you're saying But there are guys That are That are drafted On projection all the time I, Look I'm not a basketball scout I'm not a coach And there are lots of things in the nba that 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 factor into it beyond just you know what you do on the floor i mean mark you know there's marketing there's all kinds of stuff that goes into that and um you know i'm not an nba brass guy so i can't answer that question but um obviously they think a lot of it
0: visiting with chuck barrett here your drive home powered by mr sparky on ruskin and Zach. you know just while we're in this college basketball uh, framework have the You've been on a lot of trips. Has anyone ever forgot the jerseys?
1: <laughs> I've been on some trips where players have forgotten particular jerseys. Anytime you see a guy with a jersey and everybody else has got their last name above yeah. the back number and he doesn't, it means he forgot his jersey. But, uh, no, I haven't ever – you're talking about, obviously, A&M in Florida. Yes. No, I haven't ever heard of that. Yeah. yeah. What about Buzz taking the hit for his managers? Though? That's
0: that's hey, leadership. He, say, he said he's a former manager, and that's a –
1: I wonder if he would have said that if they'd lost.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. they yeah. lost by one? Yeah. Oh, I don't imagine? know. Oh, no. That one free know. throw looms large. Yes. That manager's walking <laughs> home. Yeah, I can understand, oh, we forgot a clipboard or we forgot this. The, the, the uniforms. Uh, kind of central to what you're doing. And it's not small. Like, that's a big bag, I would think, that you'd put those in, too. I, I don't know how that happened. I don't know
1: how it happened, but obviously it did.
0: Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Here is uh, something uh, Hutch just uh, posted on Best of Arkansas Sports regarding the. Um, well, it's. The article is about the new coach's salaries. There's a part in here about Kendall Bryles, though, and that's the part I want to focus on because most of you uh, don't like him. So we figured we'd start there. All right. Um,. The um, uh, Steve Robertson from 247 went on the Out of Bounds radio show in Mississippi uh, yesterday okay. and says that Kendall has been offered the Mississippi State job, and it's very lucrative. It also uh, includes control, autonomy to run whatever he wants. Also, he'd have a say in some other coaches on the offensive staff. And obviously, that's something that would interest him since he has neither of those powers here at Arkansas. Now, there's another theory going on out there mm-hmm. that this is a Jimmy Sexton play to get more money out of Arkansas. Ryles is currently scheduled to get a five hundred thousand dollars raise for this upcoming season. He's making one two. It's he's going, going to one make seven. one two five. Oh, one two five. Okay. okay, he's going to make one two five. Wait a minute. If is Wait, that five hundred thousand? No, that'd be a fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Okay, make one seven. Let me just tell you right now. I don't buy tickets, but if you buy tickets, and if that school gives him one dime more than the one two five they owe him this season, you should cancel your season tickets. That is a that is a disgraceful idea. That's a, that's that is it's stupid. That is stupid. He's got a contract. I don't think he's earned a raise. To be perfectly honest with you, team went seven and six last year, and a lot of the screw ups on offense were his fault. If I'm Sam Pittman. And you want to place the Jimmy Sexton game with me, also a Jimmy Sexton client? I'm like, hey, you get $1.25. That's the best we can do. Sorry. $1.7. Well, he's scheduled to make – he's getting a $500,000 raise, which would put him at $1.7, right? He's making $1.2 now. He's supposed to make – I think I said it wrong. Okay. He's supposed to make $1.25 million in 2023. Okay. And in 2024, he's supposed to make $1.3 million. Okay. I wouldn't pay him one dime over that. I would say, hey, we will fulfill your contract, but we're not when, doing. A when new did one. they renegotiate this? Like last year. year. A, last year it was up, last year yeah. when when Odom got the new deal. Also, I believe so. It depends on what your what your motive. I don't want to sound like a method actor here, but it depends on what your motivation is. If your motivation is to keep your quarterback happy, you keep your coordinator happy because they appear to be tied at the hip. Hmm. That's is that worth you know whatever if the if the I treat if I were in you know Sam Pittman's shoes or check shoes, I would be like you know treat this like. You know, one of those Sears ads. All right, bring me the contract. If it says that, I'll match it. Oh, what are the? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll match it, but yeah. I want to see it in writing. Yeah, and I'm going to vet it. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm not going to have Jimmy Sexton, you know, drop some hokey contract and hand it to me. Like, All right, okay, it's here, but I'm going to make the phone call. Right, right. This would be the second year he had an offer from Miami last year too, when he stayed Allegedly, in Arkansas. And yeah, that's what. That's yeah. what he got the. Uh, the 1.2 million for last season, and now he's going to make 1.25 in 2023. I wouldn't. Pay. He's not worth one dime over that. I, I will. I will. I will stick to the deal we have agreed to. But I'm not. I, if he gets a raise, people should be pissed if that happens. Well, absolutely. On the on the backside of this, you have freed up some money because you're not yep. paying your defensive coordinators near what you were paying Odom. That's also so. The, so the money's available. Right. It's not so much about the money. It's about what's he worth. And if continuity is your is your thing, then you know you that that's a big deal. You you don't want to blow up a ship at on on January the fifth. As as it currently stands, with the new coaches included, um, the salary pool is six and a half percent lower for twenty twenty three than it was for twenty twenty two. So. There are uh, guys that have replaced other people that are making less money. But, I mean, if Kendall Bras thinks he's getting a raise, what what delusional um, reality is he living in well, that he thinks he's worth well, a raise First of all, you got to make sure the, the deal on the other end is real. You know, if they're going to offer him whatever it is down there, plus, and to be honest, if 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 Mississippi State matched it with the idea that, hey, you've got complete control and say over the staff, that's a better gig than what you've got here. I, I would tend to believe it's real because of that, because we know that Mississippi State moved up their defensive coordinator mm-hmm. to be the head coach, and it is plausible to me that he would just say, look, I don't know about offense. I just want you to run it. You, you just run it, all right? Just, just run it. I can see that happening yeah. with a first-time uh, head coach at this level who's a defensive guy. I can. It's plausible to me. But you said this, a lot of this stuff is um, – it's a fairy tale with this Jimmy Sexton. We don't know what's we real. Don't know what's, what's real? Not real. But th- this is what he does. Is he? He's trying to get more for his clients. Yeah. His client, Kendall Briles. I mean, we keep talking about him waiting for a head coaching job. He's not a head coach. Sorry, he's just not there yet. And and he may be one day, but he's just not a. He's not a head coach right now. The best. His best gig is to be an OC somewhere. And this, you know, if, if he can get a raise out of this and an extension, that's security. You are uh, referring to the price match guarantee. Yes, I am. It's yes, right the price match guarantee. <laughs> Show me the contract, you bring it to me, right. and uh, and we'll talk about it. Right, right. I think that, this is this is just total rampant speculation, but I'm just imagining Pittman sitting there and he receives word, you know, someone in the business or someone texts him, hey, you know, Kendall wants a, wants a raise. And he's like, you see, like, he's rolling his eyes. Like, he, 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 come on, really? Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you had a guy on staff that probably would have worked cheaper than that, but you let him walk away and go to South Carolina, and you could have, you know, you could have gone. All right, son, right. go chase your dream. Right. Now here's another element of this. Mm-hmm. Well, if Bryles leaves, KJ will follow, folks. KJ's not starting over Will Rogers at Mississippi State next year. Is Rogers back? Yep. Oh. No. Well, not, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think KJ's going anywhere, and um, I don't think that's happening. So if that's what we're operating on, well, we got to keep a, we had to have A around to keep B around. I I think that's um, I think that's uh that's a flawed a flawed way to think about it because Mississippi State has a quarterback, and KJ's not starting there, not over Real not over the Rogers, no, mm-hmm. of course not, no, yeah. So I don't know. Um, that's this is what's is, uh, out there uh, At Starkville. They think they've made a strong offer. <laughs> Thanks, Will. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll have to see. But boy, if they, you know, this Arkansas program doesn't have a lot of great optics for football right now. Like the, there's just not any buzz or sizzle at all around Razorback football. To make an announcement that you're giving Kendall Browse a raise would not help. That would not help. That would be something you kind of sneak in at a Friday news dump at five PM and hope nobody talks about it. Oh, well, they, <laughs> and they—they they, they might. They, they, might do, they that. do operate like that. I mean, over can there. you imagine how that would play? People would be would be would, uh, irate. Yeah, if okay. that happens. If if you're listening over there in the in the, uh, the the Smith Center, here's how you do this: the day that Nick Smith announces that he is now no longer going to play, That's the day you put it, in. you go, "Ah, Nick Smith Jr. is out for the year," and we gave Kim Pryles a raise. Making two million a year, and there you go. That's how you do it. That's a look over here. I absolutely. You look, I, I don't. You know, I don't begrudge Kendall Brown's trying to get a raise, do whatever he can to you know feed his family, whatever. No, I'm coming at this from the Arkansas perspective, which is I'm not giving him one more dime to work here. You might have to. I mean, why? Because you again, you want to keep harmony. You can't yeah. lose both coordinators. We were looking for an offensive coordinator, yeah. when we found this no, guy. You All can't right. lose both of them in the same year. That, that creates chaos. You know, if you have strong enough leadership at the top, I don't think that's a problem. Do you? Yeah, I've seen – well, I don't know about that. Okay, then. I, I've seen plenty of places replace their coordinators, and they they just keep moving right along. Yeah, but those teams, teams have a lot of four and five stars just ready to go. Well, how do I know the next offensive coordinator doesn't bring a lot of talent with him? Maybe he's a package dude. Oh, okay, you're it's going that route. Oh, wow, you're really rolling the dice now. Yeah, that's right. What if he brings bad players? Huh. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I don't know. I, I, if if the raise isn't crazy, you know, I'd at least consider it. You know, again, I'd. Well, want he's th- going to want two million a year. Well, that's not going to happen. I mean, he's not going to say, yeah, I'd like one five. But he's going to want two because that's probably what like, Mississippi State. Kendall Browns isn't worth two million dollars a year. Uh, I, I, sorry, I don't. I don't know very many assistants that are. Was Barry Odom worth it? No. Okay. I think that's the going. Like that's. That's got to be what he's going to want. Mississippi State's got to be offering close to that, right? It's got to be. Plus, you get to run whatever you want. Again, you can run whatever stupid trick play you want, razzle-dazzle. We don't care. um, Paint your fingernails blue. We don't care. Do whatever you want. You can paint your toenails, too. Don't wear shoes. I don't care. Do whatever you want. But, again, that may be the more attractive part of the job is the, hey, I've got total control over this with no interference. Right. Jamie says KB was at the game last night. Well, you know what? Uh, Barry Odom was recruiting two days before he left. So, what does that mean? Yeah, does that mean go. anything anymore? Nah, no, when you really see don't. people out with, I mean, all they do is change a shirt. That's all it is. There's no loyalty here. Come on, yeah, please. I, he ain't worth two million dollars a year. If it saves, you know, if it if it keeps your class together, if it keeps the, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, you get. I mean, Dow goes. You've got changes on your coaching staff. If your OC goes and your DC goes. From an optics standpoint, it's it's not great. It looks like you, you know you kind of lost control of the program. And if you if he were to go, you better find somebody that's equal. You better get a good one to to sort of calm everybody's nerves. Right. You drive home on Ruskin and Zach. It's powered by Mister Sparky. The um, and here's what the mainstream media doesn't understand about the people that are upset with Kendall Bryles. because the mainstream always the media always says, well, he's one of the best offensive coordinators. In, in America, well, no one's mad about that. When he's good, he's really good. The problem is when he has these brain farts; they're catastrophes on offense. I mean, a tight end you know, taking a snap like, at the goal line—really? Like, like last year, they, mean, there weren't very many of them. Last year, like this he, year, they—they yeah. they, they were. I mean, they were all over the place in year one with Felipe Franks going too fast, thirty-five yep. second possession, yes. trick plays down yes. the goal line, all that. and last year, it went away. Yes. And this year it came it, back. It came back. Yes, it did. Yep. Like An STD, it just keeps coming That's right. back. That's right. And you're like, why are you doing this? That's right. That's right. So, I know, I if I'm Pittman, I would say, look, you have a contract. We'll honor that. But uh, Hey, go not, get Petrino. Why not? Hey, I mean, take take a swing. Maybe he'll job hop again. Yeah, why not? He's, I mean, I'd wait three, three jobs weeks. in a month. I'd wait three weeks. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, why not? Hey, just in time for February, uh, we'd like to announce that Bobby Petrino has been hired. I'm back. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Anybody got any red hots? (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, I just, like, it's really interesting to me. And, again, I don't know. I'm not on social media, so I don't really, I mean, I'm on during the show, but, like, I'm not on it all the time. Like, some of you live on that phone. So I don't know what your perspective is, but my perspective over here, without the phone in my hand all day, is that there is zero sizzle or buzz around Razorback football. None. There will even, be. There's, even there's even with new coaches, people aren't even excited yeah, about the, new but, coaches but, right now. But it's because the basketball team's doing well, and and there will be, you know, as as we get into you know when baseball ends in June and July, it'll it'll start to ramp back up. But I mean, if if Bryles comes to you and says, "I want to raise two million dollar assistants," are guys that you're trying to keep on staff? who might become head coaches. His perspective. Georgia's offensive coordinator makes $2 million. Okay. But, the but, title but, game but take a guy like Brent Venables when he was running Clemson's defense. That was a hell of a defense. And they kept paying him to keep him there. And they were in the title game every year. That, that's what you're preventing. I mean, the only thing you're doing with Kendall Brown is nobody's going to outbid you for him. It, it, you know, I take the Michael Corleone approach to this. My offer to you is nothing. Mm. You got a contract, and I got I got your signature on it. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't imagine how it will play the the message board servers they'll have to all be uh, rebooted if they gave can browse a new contract here at Arkansas and paid him <laughs> people would get a seven one nine whatever no question it they they would get uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they would get very 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 upset I mean at the least they'd give him a million and a half to stay which isn't ridiculous for a, for a power five SEC coordinator that's not ridiculous but I don't think you know, a $250,000 raise is going to pacify him if he's got a job that's offering him more and yeah. full control. Yes. And he gets to decide who he works with get the band back well, together. Well, he'll have input on some oh, yes, of his yeah, coaches. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I mean, if you're... I, again, I mean, nobody's irreplaceable. Right. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, We were looking for somebody when we found you. Yeah, so. nobody's irreplaceable. you can find an OC. It may not be... It may take you a little bit, but if you can get a guy, you know, at half the price for... You know, for the same production and not as many bonehead plays, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was watching some of these uh, bowl games, and I watch. I was, I was, I was saying this out loud as I would watch someone run a trick play, and I would go eleven fifty seven to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that's about what. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it there. I don't mind you running it there. Twelve minutes to go, second quarter. Okay, two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Three thirty to go in the fourth quarter when you're nursing a lead. This is not when you do this stuff. I I still, I'm not, I'm dying on this hill. I've heard coaches tell me over and over and over again: if you're going to trick plays, you're grabbing. You don't, you're not confident in what you can do. Harbaugh running trick plays on the first drive of the game on the two yard line on what a fourth and one, and you're running the uh, you know the retooled Philly special. Yeah, the Philly special that didn't work. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you're not confident, but at least it was in the first half. But on fourth and one, you uh, can't. You don't think you can get a yard? Yeah. Um, you're not, not very confident in what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate trick plays. I think there's a time and a place for them, and it's it's in the. the I don't hate them. I just don't but, think you call them with the game and you, the balance in the fourth do, quarter. You do it with sudden change. You get an interception. You know, you are looking to put somebody away. That's is when it? you do, it. yeah. Or that, what is that? That green zone, mm-hmm. like from like the yeah. fifty to the twenty. Yeah, yeah it, it, you, like yeah. You know, when Michigan got the uh, the interception against TCU, and they immediately went deep. It was on the you know the play that wind up on the one yard Like, Great call, flea flicker worked like a charm. Yeah, that, that was beautiful. Yeah. That's when you run them. You don't run them on you know on the final drive. You don't run a tight end sneak. These, these are just things you don't do. You get a two hundred fifty pound quarterback, put him under center, and then let everybody push him into the end zone. Do what everybody else is doing. Yeah, that's legal now. Yes, it is. You can push. You can't pull. It wasn't legal in 2005, I can tell you that. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. All right. Well, I just saw this. It's on Best <laughs> of Arkansas Sports. You can go read all about there it. There, It's pretty good. If Bryles leaves, try to get Loggins back. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> I can assure you of that. That ain't happening. No. Yeah. Nah. I know a little of what you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that ain't happen. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked what Petrino's making. We don't know yet. They haven't announced the particulars on Bobby Petrino's salary at Texas A and M, assuming he makes it to the football season and doesn't leave and go somewhere else. You know they got this XFL Man. now, they am gonna need somebody. Uh, DQ, um, Doctor K would like to know he's a ten, but he doesn't know where the dipstick is. <laughs> wow! A little early, Doctor K. We're only twenty-six minutes in for crying out loud. Hey, hey! Oh.
1: Woo! All right, man.
0: Got a hot crowd here. Hot crowd mm-hmm. early on. I tell you what. All right. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's. I think that's all. <laughs> did we cover it all? See, this is the problem. We should be able to go to break right after that. Right after that, There's, we can't come yeah, back from. That. Yeah, we can. We'll figure something out. We can talk about how DQ bullies her sister. <laughs> did you take her job? No. Yes, you did.
3: I earned this job.
0: You wearing her shoes right now? Yes, I am. But <laughs> DQ's wearing a shirt. She doesn't know who it belongs to.
3: I asked yeah, around. The,
0: this was an odd development on the heels of another odd <laughs> development which um I mean there are just certain things about people that their one opinion on something just taints the whole yes. everything, mm-hmm. right? right? You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. So to find out DQ's a movie talker she can't be trusted no, anymore. Absolutely. We can't trust her with anything. Nothing. No. She's not she's not trustworthy. Then we come to find out that, um, are you wearing any article of clothing right now that is yours? The socks. (laughs) Okay, so DQ has spent the better part of almost a year uh, borrowing her sister's clothing there. And as we're we're having this discussion about whether or not she's homeless, um, (laughs) we come to find out that DQ at the murder house has a communal closet of clothes.
3: Yeah, we have communal closet.
0: Do guys do this? No, no. No. Can you imagine? You you have a roommate. Your roommate comes to you and says, "Hey, man, can I borrow that shirt? What's your?" No, absolutely. Get out of here. here. No. So now communal closet. Uh, What would give give us us a picture? What's in communal closet?
3: Okay, so it's mostly like sweaters and Mm -hmm. then cool jackets that we find at Goodwill and like flannel shirts. And who are these clothes for? Everyone.
0: So like that random can, random guy in your neighborhood can just come to the door, knock on the door and get some clothes.
3: I mean, he he can if he has like anyone can wear the clothes.
0: Okay. EQ, um, I'm not comfortable with your liberal lifestyle there. all right, <laughs> communal closet. You what does the communal you know?
3: closet? I mean, it's such a good someone will go to Goodwill and then we'll get home from Goodwill and we'll show each other everything that we bought and uh-huh. s- someone will point to it and go, "Is that for a communal closet?" And yes.
0: Is the sweater that you're wearing right now out of communal? Closet? I don't
3: know whose sweater this is. If I'm being honest, I asked around.
0: How many people did you ask, just four. out of curiosity? Four people. Uh huh.
3: And it was no ones.
0: So you just claimed it. So
3: I said, okay, this is gonna be mine now. <laughs> mine, mine,
0: <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Um, now, Dufresne, does. He has a great point. We trusted her with information after we learned that she's a same side. Booth sitter, she's the same side boother. Mm-hmm. She That's is true. same side boother. Yep. Flat earther. That's true. <laughs> and a, mov- a, and a movie talker. let strike talker. one. Strike two. Strike three.
3: I I do believe the earth is round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is something I just—I didn't get to elaborate on this mm-hmm. yesterday. And by the way, I listen back; I don't sound too bad on my uh, phone remote hookup from the car. I mean, it's not great, but it's not—it could be a lot worse. Well, that's a—that's a matter of opinion. Well, okay. that's, how, that's how I feel. Okay, about okay. It. of course you do. Uh, anyway, yep. the—but um, there is just there's nothing. Well, I said nothing. There are a few things worse than you're locked in on some show, and all these shows, you know, they are all produced way too quietly. You have to turn the TV up to 50 to hear what, what people are saying anyway. And then you're, in, you're locked into this show, you're tunneled in, you're listening, and then all of a sudden, oh, hey, uh, you know, such and such is going to... <laughs> I'm doing something right now. You know what I mean? Um, and DQ does this the whole time? Ugh. Hey, we got a uh, question. Second, I'm going to ask you this question again. The clothes that you're wearing, the only thing that are yours are your socks.
3: Okay, that, that's not true.
0: Okay, please. There are
3: three pieces of clothing okay, that you. are mine. Okay, because okay, we got figure se- them out.
0: We, we got several questions about other articles of clothing. I'm like, you know, guys, I don't know, but I'll find out. Don't leave this group to figure that stuff out, yes. DQ. I mean, we got a yeah. bunch of pervs out there listening to this. Uh, DQ, he's a 10, but he uh, has a communal closet.
3: I love communal closet. I mean, I didn't know this was a thing. I don't think this
0: is, this is the greatest revelation. <laughs> shower beers, shower beer? Yeah, do shower. Uh, could you have a shower beer and then go to the, the communal, communal closet? closet? Yeah, to get your wardrobe for the day. Yeah, I think so. Uh, by the way, today National Bird Day, but we're not allowed to celebrate around here because it's offensive to DQ yeah, yeah, yeah. and her beliefs. <laughs> Larry Bird. <laughs> Mark Fidrich. None of these people we can celebrate. Marty Bird. Marty Bird. We can't even celebrate these people because Bird. DQ doesn't believe birds are real. And, of course, Jonah, who killed everybody in the end. Uh, spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, Brandon Paris wants to know, you complain a lot about doing laundry. Who does communal closet laundry?
3: Okay, so it's whoever wears the item mm-hmm. or at first because a lot of the stuff is from Goodwill. So whoever bought the item at Goodwill has to wash it first.
0: Can, um is this like the the franchise tag? Like you put... Close in, and do you, you get you, credits. You designate them as communal. Clo- yeah, cl- closets. They're stuff.
3: dubbed as communal closet okay. right when they walk in the door. It's
0: like the franchise tag. Like, oh, you got the tag on. All right, yep, CC. Okay, wear this. So, um, just out of curiosity, how often do you withdraw from, or yeah, with, you know, withdraw from the communal closet?
3: There is this one jacket that goes back and forth between us, like once a week, probably. Uh huh. So, like, once a week, or, like, the main thing is, like, s- sweaters and s- crew necks and stuff like that. Like, things that you can wear over things.
0: Uh-huh. There I am. John points out you're also an outspoken J-namist, right?
3: Yeah, I hate J-names. <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: um, who is Who would you say in, in the, the, the murder house is most likely to frequent the communal closet?
3: Honestly, probably me. At least once a day I'm wearing a piece of clothing that's not mine. I don't
0: think I've ever worn a piece of clothing that's not I haven't mine. either. Have you? No. no. Have you worn a piece of clothing? This is <laughs> See, this is the next evolution. Four years ago we brought you, would you wear a dead man's clothes? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Today we bring you on almost four years later. Let's, you know, a couple months shy of four years later. We bring you. Have you ever worn someone else's clothes? Yeah. Our lines are open. Yeah, people have lots of questions. Text the four seven nine DQ. Where did you find the sweater that you're wearing?
3: It was in, lawn. It was in the laundry, and then someone brought it to me. and was like, "Oh, I have your sweater." And I go, "That's not my sweater." And then I ask, I ask around, I ask a few people, and <laughs> it was no one's sweater. And I like this sweater.
0: <laughs> ask a few people. What are that, they? How many were there? All these people
3: in the house? Not at the time. No. Are you
0: on a commune? Yeah, that really, What no. this is? It's just like one of those youth hostels I see, like you see in Europe.
3: No. Okay. Technically, there's only two roommates.
0: Yes, but on average, what's the population of the <laughs> on, murder house? On average, yeah.
3: Six. six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, I'm getting in the communal closet business. Sometimes seven. Oh. <laughs> Huh? huh. Yeah. there's oh. someone who has wore someone else's clothes, but they were drinking. All right Wow. Hmm. Yeah DQ, you have the transfer transfer portal Wait. of closets. Yeah, there you go.
3: It's nice. <laughs> no, it's. I not. would recommend it if anyone has roommates.
0: Ah, uh, Dan in Bentonville has texted. Let's move on, guys. So I would like to spend twenty more minutes. On yes, this absolutely. Part. We're going to do more on the um, more closet talk as yeah, we el- continue here. What else? Uh, have you ever? Did you move the car seat out of your um out of your living room? No.
2: <laughs>
3: and yeah, here's That's why. not a child's car no, 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 seat. No, it's a seat from here's a car. Here's why. Because we don't have our TV mounted on our wall yet. <laughs> <What>? So there's you.
0: <laughs> the car seat is TV stand. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we Can we bring back Cribs? Hit that dot com Cribs we and go to DQ's house. Go to the murder house? I, I have so many questions. So can you give us a live tour like Jackie Kennedy yeah, did I, of the White I, House? Yeah I can. You have you have a car seat holding up your TV. Yeah. A communal closet of clothing. Yeah. Um you have a, a, a shower jockey with everybody's shampoo. Yeah. Including five and in one? no huh (laughs)
1: alright
0: bizarre bizarre I I didn't know any of this you're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com
2: It's football playoff and bowl season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. With 64-inch TVs everywhere, cold beer, delicious burgers, and you-know-wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch all the playoff and bowl games. So bring the gang and join us this playoff and bowl season at our Conway, Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, and Fort Smith locations. Buffalo Wild Wings, your home for the big games.
0: Roar! Week, Musk so. was talking about you know yesterday being a must win. Uh, you know, okay, I, I see where he was going with that, but I mean, it's, we're two games into this. Three games for some. Well, well it's a constantly like it is. the shelf is not you know uh, under lock and key. We're moving things around. There's not a lot of dust collected, but right now, Arkansas, by the fact that they won last night, is still one of the top, I think, one of the top teams. In this conference in basketball, and I don't know if Auburn is. Auburn is it's Auburn's inconsistent. They're not a top ten team this year, really. I mean, maybe they were earlier, but they're in the twenties now. They lose Saturday night to Arkansas. They're going to be unranked next week. Is Arkansas, that, Arkansas. Let's start. We'll start locally, and then we'll we'll worry about the rest of it. Arkansas has got some flaws, and well, yeah, if you put a zone on, they can't but, figure it out. right But now. but, and Ty and I were talking about this last night on the uh, the post game show. Their defense travels. Defense will travel with you. Their defense leads to offense. Must was talking in the post game last night about he didn't know what their offensive identity is. It's your defense. Your defense gets you easy baskets, yep. gets you transition baskets. They are at their best when they are just running. Half court game, they're okay, but when they're running and using that athleticism, running and, and down, stunning, running and posting and toasting, right. um, they are at their best. Right. And and when that crowd gets behind them. I mean, like Pinion last night. Every shot he threw up, thought was gonna. He thought was gonna go in. Right. After he hit the first one, it was like, oh my gosh, everything I throw up is gonna go in. Yeah. And they play with a confidence in that building when they are running that is is pretty good. I mean, they're they can overcome a lot. I don't think Missouri's as good as their record was because they can't shoot at all. I mean, they shot forty five in the first half, forty four in the second half. Arkansas shot like sixty one in the second half to to track them down, but. I don't know. Uh, the, the way the league looks, I, I think we know who's not good. I think mm. that's pretty easy. The teams, I, I think Alabama and Tennessee are have probably separated. Arkansas is that next team only because you don't know where the injuries are going to leave them. Well, their two best players are out, and one of them may not be retired. Yeah, and it's, it's so. really hard when you lose maybe your two best players to continue at that level of play. So you're gonna have to sort of reconfigure what you're doing i will say this though like there is time to reconfigure especially when you have arguably the best tactician in that league he works at arkansas and his name is eric patrick musselman so he'll come up with something now what will it be and will it be effective enough to get to the second weekend of the ncaa tournament that's what's going to be the mystery that will play out in a couple of months but He'll figure out something I mean the guy's forgotten more than most people in this league uh, know about about the game of basketball so he'll come up with something they have parts it's not like they had this is the difference. we've seen Arkansas teams in the past who have had two studs and then a bunch of you know you know bit players scrubs, as my mother would call them. Um, this is not that roster. this roster had two elite players, and now what four five six really, really good players, and then you, you, you take the rest from there. So there, there is – he has something to work with. He has here. parts, and, yeah. I, and I don't know how all those parts fit together. We're getting questions about Nick Smith. He was not in the building last night. Well, uh, he's, he's in he's California. In California. I, there was an article posted on uh, com. You can go read it. It's written by Matt Norlander where the NBA execs feel that he is done and he yep. will not play here again. That's, that's from the article. That's not me. That's from the article. I think it's been trending that way for a while. Yeah. And unless he is a thousand percent certain of that knee, then I don't think we'll see him for some time. Muscleman Talk today; he's done through the end of the month, so that is another t- what third twenty. My math is terrible. Twenty-six days, you know. And I, and I think it's a smart move to say he's done, you know, through the end of the month. That way, you've got three weeks or almost four weeks where you don't have to answer the question. Yeah. It also gives you time to say, okay, he's not going to be with us. And I think they've known this for a while. But he's not going to be with us. Let's focus on the guys we got. I will read you the passage from CBS Sports that you have referenced here from Matt Norlander. At the NBA level, however, speculation is increasing over whether Smith actually intends on playing for Arkansas again. A lot of that speculation is tied to Smith's representation, clutch sports group. Rich Paul is running Smith's NIL deals. He figures to be his agent when Smith inevitably gets drafted top ten. Some believe Smith is the best NBA prospect in college basketball, even if he's not playing college basketball at the moment. And given Clutch Sports' history of handling prospects, there's waffling confidence that Smith plays competitive basketball again until the summer league. One general manager told CBS Sports, quote, look at his agent. Yep. Odds are probably against him coming back because that's how rich is. Clutch had Darius Baisley and held him out. Darius they had Garland, Darius yeah. Garland, and they shut it also down. Also had Kyrie, end quote. Which, so. Yeah, I think this has been trending in that direction. No. And, you know, I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be, um, I it's certainly going to be, you know, a, a month if we see him again. I don't. I think the next time you would see him would be walking across the stage. <laughs> Honestly, walking across oh, the, the stage. David, yeah, in, 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 in the pre-draft in combine, getting get the hat. I can't imagine him playing. If, if this is all about visibility and notoriety, the only basketball games that anybody outside of this state watch are the March Madness games. So the only reason to play is to be seen, and if you want to be seen, you're going to play in March Madness Mm -hmm. because that's when people watch. We're all watching all the games because we're fans, but the greater United States does not watch any college basketball until March. None. The highest rate, North Carolina Duke will get 2 million viewers. That's That's the top. Nobody's watching this stuff except us. So the only time people watch... Is when March Madness. And that's when you get people like LeBron tweeting about, you know, March Madness games. So if he does play, I don't think it'll be till then. So, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't think he's going to play. I, I'm, I, I say the, every, I'm leaning that way. Every day that goes by that he does not play, you get closer to the idea that they're just going to pull the plug. And we're getting texts about, well, this is a wasted scholarship. It's not. This is, this is recruiting capital. Because you know, on draft night, what are they, what's the, uh, the the official uh, Twitter page going to do? Nick Smith. It's going to be you're going to have all these things pumped out. Nick Smith, Arkansas. The draft capital or the recruiting capital is worth the scholarship that you know basically is just a, a warm seat at the
1: end of the bench.
2: This podcast has been presented by Bet Online